0: going on is this this one is it this one no. is it this one nope no nope. 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 hello 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 oh I've got it muted oh there it is oh so dumb yeah dude kids coming in here touching my Touching buttons. I survived the hurricane. We lost power immediately. Friggin' stupid. Dumb. Ultra dumb. Big, mega dumb dumb. Why do I feel like this isn't it, dude? It's, it's like too high or something. right? I, I can never keep this stuff where it's supposed to be, dude. The children... The children come in here and they start touching stuff. Maybe there. I don't know. We got it figured out. We got it figured out. I survived a hurricane. We lost power immediately. <laughs> immediately. So dumb, bro. So what is going on with my hair? I don't understand what, what happens in a day, man. We lost power immediately. Wednesday, storm was rolling in at two p.m. By four p.m., no power. Sucked, dude. Sucked. I was ready to have such a fun time, just hanging out, hanging in there. We had, we were not prepared because the hurricane Ian was going. It was just gonna go like into the Gulf that's what the first spaghetti westerns were predicting was just straight up and then it was like we're going to hit the center. We're going to go right through Orlando. Boom, freaking blew it out, dude. So that wasn't fun. I was I had I had video games downloaded. I was just going to camp out all night and and have a good time and eat snacks and Drink sparkling water, and that was going to be the time of my life, dude. It was going to be a great day off, not even day off. I was expecting to go to work the next day. I was just going to sleep late and and it, it'd be what it is. But I lost power, so I had two extra days, off, two extra days off, and they were horrible, and I didn't like it. I had to go stay with my mother in law. shout Shouts out to moms, and uh, you know she was uh, very hospitable and let us stay there a couple days, and uh, yeah, that was cool. But um, I trimmed my mustache bad, and now I have this big space in the middle. Sick. Look like a Mexican. It's okay. Just not Mexican. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. Um, yeah, dude. Friggin' survived. Survived. It was good. Um, places. I mean, so much flooding, and it's it's terrible to see that on your own doorstep. Really is. Um, cause you just know it could be you. I live on a canal kind of like, I don't know what it's called, maybe a canal. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it flooded a lot. Like it got high, it got really high. It probably went seven feet, easily seven feet, maybe probably more, maybe 10 feet. And it was, it was rushing so fast. Like if it would have came into my backyard, you know, if it would have flooded down the street and came up into my backyard, it would have just it would have destroyed the place. It would have destroyed the place completely. <clears throat> but thank goodness it didn't. Really thankful. Praise the Lord, man. So uh. Yeah. anyway. We're continuing with the spooky, dude. It's October, man. We're getting into it, dude. Continuing on. I feel like I should dim the lights. Should I let me see? Spookier? I feel like this is spookier. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. um, Bro, so um, I've been thinking about freaky times in my life, right? Told you about my night terror in the last episode. One of the scariest moments of my life. But <laughs> there was, there's more, dude. There's more. I. Dude, I, I dude, this is this was this was the time I came the closest to dying. I. I freaking drown in a pool or was drowning in a pool. I mean, I was so close to just going out and being dead, you know, punching out early. In life, I was probably six, maybe seven years old. And um, we just didn't grow up around pools or or we didn't go to the beach. We didn't have pools. You know, we didn't live in a very wealthy area. You know, there wasn't pools or even above ground pools. It was like nobody could afford anything. You had a blow up pool at the most. You know, you, you didn't have like community center pools or anything like that. So, yeah, we just didn't have, I wasn't around water, so there was no need to swim, you know? Just didn't learn how. Um, stereotypical, duh, hack. Um, and so, yeah, dude, it was just, we, we, we didn't grow up around water, so I didn't know how to swim, and we went over, uh, a lady from church, uh, we went over her house for like some big, you know, get together, some barbecue thing. And like her whole backyard was pool. You know, it was just all pavers and pool and all the kids are swimming and I can't swim, but I can stand in the shallow. And so like, um, in New Jersey up North pools are like, uh, they've like, or at least they used to, I don't know if this is a thing anymore, but they have like a vinyl coating of like blue and speckles or whatever. And so it can get slick if it's not cleaned all the time. It can get pretty slick. It can get slick anyway, but it gets that like layer of film on it, that layer of algae or whatever. And it's like ice down there. It's so slick. And on top of that, there's always a divider or a lot of time there's like a float floaty divider rope with, you know, the little buoys on it to divide a pretty good drop off in pools, at least in the 90s. That's how that that's how it was. You had like your shallow end and it didn't like gradually get deeper. It was shallow and then dip and then the deep end and the deep end would kind of like go down into a deep end. Um And so I get in the pool. And you know we're splashing around, but then all the kids are done splashing around, and you know they're they're going down the slide. They're ripping it down the slide, just into the you know just, just having a great time splishing and splashing. And I'm over there just, you know, binkling around in the in the shallow end, not having any fun. So there's adults, you know, adults when they get into a pool, you know, they, they hang out around the edges and they're, you know, drinking whatever they're drinking, you know? And so I'm just hopping around, prancing, you know, going over this way, going that way. And then, you know, I was I get my way over toward the, the buoys, the, the divider and I'm hanging on the divider and, you know, I'm pulling myself under and I'm pulling myself over. And I pull myself into the deep end and then i you know, I'm holding on to the buoy the whole time, never let go, but I'm, I'm going out and then I'm pulling myself back in and I'm going out and I'm pulling myself back in and then I start to, you know, pull myself over and let go and kind of drift and then grab it and pull myself back in and then drift over into the shallow end and grab the divider and pull myself under to the deep end and let, let go. And then as I drift away, grab it, and pull myself back in and I go into the deep end and I drift off and I go to grab it and I miss it and I can't get back and I can't move. I'm just reaching and I'm trying to move and I don't know how to move underwater. It's not intuitive to me at the time. I don't know what I'm doing and I panic and I'm, I can't I cannot for the life of me get above the water and I'm just trying so hard I I cannot I'm just trying to get above the water and I cannot do it I can't do it I can't do it I'm so close I'm so close I'm probably a foot under the water I'm so close I can't get up my hands are just kind of like flailing around I'm trying to get out but I can't and I'm just I'm oh breathing in the water and all that stuff. And my mom <laughs> saved my life, dude. She looks over and she's like, grab him, grab him, grab him. And this dude, I'll never forget him, dude. Pete Episcopo, man. Saved my life, dude. He goes, oh, picks me up, there you go, buddy. Gets me out of the water. And I'm traumatized, dude. I'm um, um because I almost died silently I wasn't splashing I wasn't splish splashing and yelling and ki- and all that stuff I was just really really trying I was I was dying and struggling in silence dude it was it was the end it was the end I was I was breathing in water I was oh, oh. you never seen that what's that there's a movie with Kirk Russell Kurt Russell um where he's, he's swimming under on in like some kind of I don't know submarine or something, and he goes to unlock the thing and and get there and or something. I can't remember, and he and they show him drown underwater, and it's just like, whoa, dude! It, I can't watch that scene. I don't really watch Kurt Russell movies, uh, except the one where he's like Hostel or whatever that dude's name is with the friggin' gun hand. Um, and uh, yeah, dude, I was dying, bro. At seven, six, whatever it was, seven. So my mom immediately put us into like the YMCA lessons and we got a pool and everything was good. Kind of. Kind of. Because we had our own pool one day and we had a diving board. Our diving board was rigid, okay? Rigid. It wasn't one of those boing diving boards, it was like, diving board, you, you kind of like had to really, you, it was most, it was mostly just a, a place for you to jump, like you just jumped, you didn't bounce, you just jumped, and so one day, randomly, it's not like a Saturday, not like partying, everybody's there, you know, get together, nope, just a random day, maybe a Saturday, I've been, I'm, I'm a swim, I'm a swimmer now, dude, I can, sw- I can swimmy swam, 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 I can flip and dive and do all the cool stuff. So I'm practicing my back dives, right? Diving off the diving board backwards. And I go to do it, and I just I just go upside down. I don't go out at all. And I land on the crown, like the, the top of my head, on the diving board, and I'm out. I I black out, and I just underwater. Just... And I'm just floating down to the bottom of the pool and I just see it like, just darkness. I can see like the sun coming through and then the whole pool just black. Thank goodness, dude. Thank goodness my dad saved my life again. Saved again, dude, by my parents. Two times. Saved my life. He jumps in, gets me out. And dude, I don't remember most of the day. It was, it had to be around lunchtime. I don't remember anything until it was dark out. The whole several hours of that day are gone. I don't remember any of it. Granted, that was 20. Five, maybe? No, less than that. 22 years ago? So maybe it's just lost to time, but I remember thinking back on this younger and still not remembering most of that day. So, yeah, dude. Two times, I almost drown in a pool. Now, there's something crazy, dude. When, When you can get from in front of your phone, right, and you can... Think introspectively about your life and who you are and where you are and how you are, you can really understand some pretty powerful things about your life and your experiences. Now, I may have brought this up on a different episode. I don't remember. I think I had talked about this for a minute when I was doing a different version of this podcast, or maybe I talked about it during Coffee with Creamer. I don't remember. But I want to say it again because it stands to be important. My whole life has been this dangling between, you know, and this playing with the deep end. Not with everything, but with the things that are a problem for me. Right? Always. Until recently, for the most part, but relatively recently, but I've always pushed the envelope. I've always thought, I can handle this. I'm not going to mess up. And I don't. I don't for a long time. And then I do. And it's like, oh, how did that happen? You know? That's just how it is, dude. When I struggle with porn, that's exactly how it was. I would be, oh, you know, I can, you know, watch, you know, this movie, or I can, you know, cruise, you know, my my Instagram, you know, feed, you know, it, it's fine, it it's fine. I it's not a problem. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, it's a problem. You know, I can I can listen to people talk about this. It's it's nothing. And it's not for a while. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, what happened? Bro, it's like that. It's just like that. You know, oh, I can hang around these people. They're not going to rub off on me. And they don't for a while. And it's fine. And then all of a sudden, oh no, I'm, I'm just like you guys now. Oh, gross. What happened? Dude, that's my life. That's my life. Oh, you know, this talking to this person is not going to turn into a problem. I can handle it. And I do for a while. And all of a sudden, you're like, uh, uh uh-oh, what happened? I'm drowning. I'm dying. I need to be saved immediately. This immediately got out of hand. It was totally fine. You know, yeah, shouldn't be here. Shouldn't be doing this. Definitely crossing the line. But it's nothing crazy. And then all of a sudden, it's crazy. I realized that looking back. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, dude, I've been doing this spiritually for a long time. A really long time. Oh, I don't have to go to church. Like, I can listen to some sermons and just, you know, pray here and there. And I'll be fine, dude. And I am for a long time. And then all of a sudden... Oh no! I'm way out here. I'm way off. I'm struggling with all kinds of stuff I shouldn't oh, just what is up with my brain. I'm way outside of the camp right now, dude. I'm like I'm out there. Like that. It turns. That's how that's it's 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 never like a slow decline into a problem. It's like there is no problem. There is no problem. There is no problem. I am, you know, f- you know, crossing the line, just kind of dancing on it a little bit, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, free fall into absolute peril. It's all bad news now. There's no going back now. Now I messed up. Like, it's just not messed up, not messed up, moving, everything fine, everything, and big time bad. So it pays to sit with your thoughts. Sometimes I know people, I I don't, yeah, I don't know. I know a lot of people, they can't stand to be in their own thoughts and, and think about their life and embarrassing times or scary times or, or whatever it is. But sometimes it pays to think about that because you have a real big realization about yourself and it can be really helpful. Like I know now through an experience of, you know, it was, it was an epiphany for me. Like, Oh wow, dude, hold Whoa. Like I knew it. I knew that I have that problem, but I didn't really know that like it's, it happened to me in like a real physical way. And at that, that, that thing that I did then has manifested itself in other ways throughout my entire life. And it's like, I got to fix that. I've got to fix that. It's going to manifest itself another way. You know, I, I did that with work. I did that with work with my first real job with this highway patrol you know, I'd I'd i you know waste a bunch of time just goofing around, watching movies, and doing you know just stuff I shouldn't be doing when I'm supposed to be working and and writing reports and. Uh, You know, going to court and blah blah, and you know, I'm supposed to be, you know, keeping track of my schedule and making sure that I show up to court on time, and and I, you know, I just, oh, it's fine, it's fine, and it is for a long time. I manage, I, I, you know, squeak out all my reports just at the right time. Send them off, send them off, send them off. They're—I don't even, you know, just—they're not well written. They're not detailed. They're just kind of generic. They're just oh, there. But it got the job done. And whoa, it's a bare minimum that needs to be done. I'll probably never have to testify on this, and just send it all. And then, you know, court dates. Oh, you know, I just randomly notice I have to go to court today, and I can just, you know, put a pause on whatever I'm doing and race over to court and make it there in time. Or you know, I can come up with some excuse of why I wasn't there, or you know, whatever it is, and it's fine, and it works, and I'm and I survive, and it, it I you know, I, I make it back, okay, no problem, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, fired, instantly, all instantly, all the way bad, not like oh, you know, we gotta no, instantly, all the way bad. It's just how it's been. It's how it's been. And I've noticed it. And because I've noticed it, that like that's how it's always been. These aren't isolated incidents. This is this same thing manifesting itself in different ways over and over again throughout my life. I'm able to catch it a lot faster. I'm able to catch it a lot faster. Like I know now with my job, working from home, I can't have my phone near me. I can't. I will get sucked into literally watching two people talk to each other. You know, I I just can't, I can't. And if I don't watch, you, you know, the podcast, and I'm not actually looking at it. I will listen to it and I'll just, because I, I know some people don't have this, like when they see things in their head, like visually see them in their head, like in with their mind's eye or whatever that is, like like Jade doesn't have that. She doesn't see things in her head. I don't think, or at least she doesn't know. That she sees things in her head, like I will get, I will daydream it. Instead of watching it, I'll just daydream it. So I just I can't have I just can't have any of that stuff around because I know that it's going to be fine. 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 And then all of a sudden, it's going to be all the way not fine. And that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. That's how my life is, dude. That's just how mm, life is. So yeah, dude, it's, it's, uh, it's worth, it's worth noting. It's worth sitting with yourself sometimes and, and analyzing things because, you know, things happen in your life and they become like archetypes. So yeah, dude, it's definitely a scary time, bro. Scary time. Oh my goodness, dude. So terrifying. And then let's see, dude, there was another dude. There was another time, bro that I was really, really scared, Like irrationally scared. They're, well, I guess maybe not irrationally scared, dude. So, all right, so we growing up never, 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 ever slept over anybody's house but my grand, grandma's house, ever. We slept over my friend Sean's house one, maybe two times. And, um, then I just had a thought that <laughs> I just had this crazy thought about my brother, uh, that I definitely need to text him after this. Um, anyway, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, dude, so we never slept over anywhere, and no one ever slept over our house, period, ever. My parents rarely, we didn't, no one even watched us at our house while my parents were gone. Like, they never went anywhere. So one night, my parents are like, all right, we're, we're going to go out to eat or go see a movie or something. Because back in the day, it was kind of like it is now. I think there was like a different period, or there's just been a different kind of threshold. Back in the day... You know, in the 90s, they were trying to sneak a lot of innuendos and just inappropriate things into movies and children's movies. It just stuff wasn't just genuinely wholesome, like rated G and rated PG. It took a real turn in the mid 90s. And so um, they would have to go like see movies first and then bring us to them and stuff like that, whatever. So I don't know what they were doing out, but they were out for some reason, maybe a wedding or something. I don't know but um my grandma she didn't i don't know why we couldn't stay over her house but yeah i don't i think you know what i think it was i think she was so we lived across from a trailer park and the and the trailer park one of her one of her friends lived in the trailer park across the street from us so i think maybe she might have been over her friend's house i don't know but it's for, somehow or another for some reason my uncle was over the house watching us we we're just playing he was such a great guy um so much fun we were playing hide and seek and dude i'll dude this still to this day haunts me so we're playing hide and seek now let me just paint you a picture of this house right this was an old farmhouse that was like renovated into uh it was I guess it was farmland at some point um there was like a big garden in the back there was like a you know there was just I'm pretty sure it was an an old like renovated farmhouse and or something or it it was it was a weird house um and it was it was really old and it was very creepy when we first moved in very creepy there was like a basement and it had like a bar and I think maybe a stripper pole or something in there I remember there being a metal pole in the ground like floor to ceiling. And it didn't look like it was load bearing at all. Um, I think there was like a bar downstairs or something that was built in. And it was just really creepy. It was really dark. Really creepy. There were no street lights. There was. It was just. I remember there was. um, The people that owned the house before us were called the Krugers. Right, dude. Dude, the Krugers. And my bedroom door when we moved in had a sh- uh, a swastika. Carved into the door. For real, dude. And there was like... It was like the closets were those old school like cedar panel closets. And uh, um the uh, one of the panels... You like could slide it over and there was like a little, little cubby hole. And there's cocaine in there, dude. They left cocaine in there. It was a creepy house, bro. Super creepy. And my dad he had a Freddy Krueger doll that he would keep in his room or like in a plastic bag. And I was, I was terrified of Freddy Krueger to begin with. And he had a doll of Freddy Krueger and creepy things would happen in the house. Like, um, one time my brother, he was sleeping like so me, me and my younger brother, our middle brother, he had a, um, we would share a bedroom. We had bunk beds and my youngest brother, he got my parent like after my parents had like cut the back of the house off and then doubled it. They built an addition, so he, he used to sleep in where their master bedroom used to be, and he had a um, he had a tickle me Elmo that would just like turn on randomly. Like, you want to play? Like, <laughs> like, really creepy, bro. Um, or he was like, or or no, it was um, it was it wasn't an it wasn't an Elmo. It was a uh, um, the Big Bird. It was a big bird. Oh, dude, this thing would get so creepy. So he had like a big toy sack. And so dude, I remember this so dude, this scared the crap out of us so much. Um Big Bird was it was like a big net with a bunch of like stuffed animals in it. And Big Bird was like pressed to the outside, you know, with his big eyes and his smile, and he'd be just be like one, two, fuck on my shoes three four close the door five six like you know, the battery would go down five six. Six. holy moly dude 11 o'clock at night that starts happening blood curdling dude screams sheer terror pandemonium can't sleep for days bro so scary and uh so that kind of stuff would happen. So I remember I think this was before the addition, right? Before they built that extra area. My parents' bedroom was like kind of like tucked away in like a half hallway thing. And so we're playing hide and seek, and it's it's getting late. It's probably like 8 30, you know, definitely getting close to bedtime. And uh you know, we're running through the house and we're having a good time. We're looking for Uncle Mike. Where is he? Where is he? I lift up the, 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 like the, whatever that thing is, the drape around my mom's bed. And I'm looking under it to see if he's under the bed. And on the other side of the bed, the drape lifts up. And there's, I, dude, I can't even explain what this thing was. But it's looking at me sideways like, like the most crazy like like this right and it's got like its eyes are like cat eyes like completely reflective completely reflective and its face almost looked like completely like that cat eye like two like red and green at the same time or whatever that thing is like dog eyes kind of you know like that reflective thing that happens It, it looked like that like his whole face and eyes and everything, the teeth, everything was just like like this, like smiling. And I just freaked out, dude. Absolutely freaked out. And, and you know, so I dra- I dropped the drape and I like run out of the room and I'm I'm, 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 I thought it was my uncle. I thought he was like making some kind of crazy face. And I'm just like, I'm freaked out. I'm like, oh, come back. Ah! I'm wanting him to come out of the room. And he comes up behind me in the hallway then i'm just like ah dude freaked out dude he's like what what i'm like there's something in the room so he goes in there and he's he's what what he's looking everywhere what what nothing there calls my grandma up he's freaked out i'm freaked out everybody's freaked out you know he's like laughing like laughing it off but my grandma comes over and she's like, Mike, what did you do? And he's like, I didn't do anything, dude. He said he saw something. So now everybody's freaked out. My grandma calls my mom. And it's just a whole big thing, dude. It's a whole, I think I think my parents were like on a cruise or not a cruise, like they're at a wedding or something. I can't remember. But anyway, dude, it was so scary. I can still see it, dude. It was that That face is just seared into my brain, seared into my brain. In my head, it wasn't my uncle. I'm trying to go back and be like, man, maybe it's a false memory. Maybe it was my uncle and I just like, it It caught me so off guard that I like, I didn't, but the eyes dude were, were like that reflective junk, man. I, I don't know, man. It was so scary. It was so, it was so scary. I can't even like explain to you how friggin' scary this was. And look, I was a scaredy cat growing up, dude. I think we've established that already in the last episode. I was scared of everything, dude. There was nothing that wasn't scary. Chucky, scary. Halloween, scary. Jason, scary. Freddy Krueger, scary. Pumpkinhead, scary. Michael Jackson Thriller, scary. Uh, X-Files, scary. Poltergeist, scary. Exorcist, scary. Chainsaw Massacre, scary. Everything was scary everything everything was scary nothing was not absolutely terrible leprechaun dude i remember we were at my aunt d's house i think it was my aunt d's place before she moved into uh, uh her her uh trailer across the across the way from us we were it was just it was just, a, it, was just a, it was just a day it was just a day dude it was just a uh, a, a day out Maybe it was my aunt pat's i can't remember but um it was just a day, and we're leaving, and Leprechaun is on the TV, and it was just like, I don't know. I, I don't even know what that show was. I, I feel like it was like a segment show or something, and there was a, I, some segment where I, I can't really remember it, but it was like a mini. He was tiny, like a, like a, like a, a ventriloquist or something, Leprechaun, uh, and I... Dude, I bugged out, bro. I left my body. I left my body. I remember just burying my face in my dad's jacket. We were standing next to him. We were leaving. And I'm just like buried my face in his jacket. And I'm just skull reaming. And no one knows what's going on because nobody else is scared of the show. They don't know. Freaked out, dude. Freaked out. My grandma, one time, she would just leave the TV on all the time at her house, and she didn't sleep in bedrooms. She slept in the living room, always slept on the couch, and we were, you know, sleeping over at her house, and she never, dude, she never left anything, like, crazy on. It was always, like, Judge Judy, you know, Judge Mathis, whatever, but one night, I don't know what she was watching, but, you know, she went out, was, like, smoking a cigarette or whatever, or changing the... T- You know, one of my younger brother, I can't remember what she was doing, but we had like our little bed set up in the living room. We would sleep in the living room with her and uh, I go in and freaking Chucky's in a wrecking ball, dude. Hey. (laughs) Freaked out, dude. Left my body, dude. Just sleep. (gasps) I can't take my, like so scared, but I can't take my eyes off of it. Just... Freaking out, dude. (laughs) All the time. Literally all the time. So it's possible that my uncle was actually at the other side of the bed and made a scary face. And it scared me so bad that it, but my memory, dude, my memory is that he came up behind me in the hallway. It wasn't him. Something was in that room, something was in that house. Yeah, dude, friggin' dicey, real dicey. I didn't have too many other, I was always scared of going in the attic, because eventually my dad put his Freddy Krueger doll in the attic, always scared of that and there was an underlying level of discomfort too because okay so we moved into this house and directly across the street directly across the street was this big trailer park but directly across the street from our house was this dude Don and Don was a pedophile this is before what is it called Megan's law or something like that where you you know the, the if the, there's like a register and they have to like they can't live within like a, you know, I, I can't remember what it is. Whatever Megan's Law. I think it's called Megan's Law. Um, We moved in. He came and introduced himself, you know, right away. And he was just a weird guy. He was a weird guy. Just like, it was old dude. I feel like he had some form of a mullet, you know, all gray, big handlebar mustache, you know, those cvs glasses came over with like no shirt on and i think he was missing a finger and he's talking to my dad about blah. Da, i got shot like pulls his pulls his pant up pulls his shorts up like real high and shows like a, a groin wound that he has And I'm like whoa whoa, dude like you know just whoa and um you know but but he was a nice friendly guy nice friendly guy and um then a couple days later after we moved in we get a knock on the door boom 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 it's the police I'm pretty sure it was the police, you know, Jackson PD or whatever. And, uh, you know, like, Hey, we got to make you aware, handed my parents some paper. I think dude, I could like recalling some of these things. I don't trust my memory, but, um, yeah, dude, I, I went and uh, oh dang, dude, my frigging light died. Ooh, this kind of looks creepier, dude. You, dude. Um, so yeah, dude. He, he. Um, somehow or another, I don't know. My parents like the internet just come out, so I, I doubt that they found it on the internet. I'm, I'm pretty sure police gave them like his, you know, his rap sheet kind of deal, his mugshot or whatever. And was like, hey, you gotta be aware, you guys across the street from a pedophile. And, uh, dude, they didn't tell us. Dude, my brain was like advanced. I didn't know what things were, but I knew what things were. I can't even explain it. Like, I would hear something, and just by the context, I know what it meant. Even if I didn't really know the context. Like, uh, I remember this lady... Uh, one of my aunt's friends, she would just be, talk so much. She was an Italian lady. She would just talk, 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 And she was like, yeah, my gay friend, blah, blah, blah. My parents were like, whoa. Everybody was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, You're in front of the kids, dude. you be talking about gay stuff. And she was like, no, 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 my happy friend. But I didn't know what it meant, but I knew what it meant. You know? I can't explain it, but I knew what it meant. So I didn't know, you know, what, the deal was with Don, but I knew what it was. I, I I, can't even explain. Like, I don't know. But, you know, he would, uh, he would come over and like be looking for my dad and like be looking over our fence. We had a tall fence. We had like a six foot fence and he would like, a wooden fence and he would come over and like look over the fence. And, you know, and we'd be like swimming in the pool and my mom would be like, Don! what do you want what are you doing he's not here yeah what no you can you can wait you can wait go across the street you can wait Don okay thank you yeah we'll come see the koi fish yeah well he had koi fish and he always wants us to come over and you know my mom and parents didn't want to be mean or anything or like make a situation out of it like like we know but they let him know like we know You know, so we went and saw his koi fish once like with my mom and, you know, he's like, "Ah, I got more stuff inside. She's like, no, 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 we're good. We're good. And, you know, us dumb kids, you know, let's go inside. Let's see him. You know, not knowing what's going on. Dude, Levi's just like me, bro. Levi's just like me, bro. It drives me crazy. I love him to death, but he's just he's just so unaware of the room. I was dude, I was so unaware of the room. You know? My dad told me I talked too much and it crushed my soul. But it was the best thing he could have ever told me because I talked way too much as a kid. I thought it, I said it, it didn't matter what it was, crushed me. I remember it to this day. We weren't even at our own house. We were at somebody else's house. And he told me that as we were leaving, and I was just like <sighs> I think I think about it. You no, know, I thought about it all the time. And it it, it really changed my personality, for the better, for the better, it's better to listen than to speak, right, be slow to speak, um, you know, quick to listen, slow to speak, and uh, yeah, Levi's just like me, dude, just completely unaware of his surroundings, completely unaware of the situation, just never taking a back seat, never just being quiet, and going with the flow, just always like, let's do it, yeah, no, why not, let's take, we went to uh, some, some, Oktoberfest thing uh over in Oviedo in a park right and you know everybody's got their vendor booths or whatever and you know, we're waiting in line for some other thing uh my sister-in-law she's waiting for for some food or whatever so me and the kids and, and jade were walking around looking at the other vendors and some lady you know was like hey you want to spin the wheel you know like it's it's free you can spin the wheel you know see if you win a prize we're giving out free vacations or whatever and so you know, like, all right whatever spin the wheel and it's like you know free whatever whatever dude it's a timeshare scam so she's like oh the boys have some candy sure they can have some candy whatever They get a little tootsie roll some smarties or whatever and then she's giving us the pitch you guys want a free you know whatever okay yeah it's totally free all right what do i have to buy I don't get. I'm like I don't get it. What do I have to buy? We have to, you know, you get this, get this, you know, eighty dollars, hundred dollars, two hundred dollar, whatever it is. I'm like, all right, let's go. No, Levi's like, let's go, let's do it. We have the money. I'm just like, shut up, dude. I'm trying to get out of here, man. You're blowing my cover, bro. Oh, he's just so oblivious, and he doesn't stop talking. He doesn't stop talking. I have to tell him to stop talking so many times during the day. It's literally not funny. (laughs) He just, it just doesn't stop. He was delayed speaking. And so I don't want to tell him all the time, hey, stop talking. Like now you talk too much. But he does, dude. He just, I don't mind it when it's, if he's got something to say. He's got nothing to say. He's just everything that he thinks. He's just like, and just repeat himself over and 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 say, Oliver, call Oliver like 500 times and just over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And then he's got something to shame me. He got a question to ask, like 500 questions to ask. And I get it. It's how little kids are. It's how I was. It's how I was. Never stop talking. Absolutely never stop talking. Look what I'm doing now. I'm doing a podcast. I'm talking nonstop for an hour. But at least I have something to say him, dude, nothing to say, nothing to say, cannot handle the sound of silence, can't handle it, that's why I want to go out and start like camping or something and, and get out on the water and just go kayaking and just be in the peace and just have him listen to just the sound of the earth, just listen to the earth, just listen, listen, It'd be a tough lesson to learn for him, but he's got to learn to shut his freaking pie hole sometimes, bro. Sooner rather than later. I had to learn it young, dude. Said some things I wish I didn't say. Yep. But yeah, dude, it was with Don, dude, there was just an underlying, just an underlying, that whole house, dude, the whole vibe at that house, there was just an underlying level of fear all the time. There was a shed in the back that was kind of sketch. There was woods in the back that like just don't know what they went to. There was like a house kind of like you could kind of see a neighborhood, a nice neighborhood, like a nice kind of house over to like the back, right? Kind of through through the trees. I have dreams about that still. Dude, I have dreams about that house and going into the backyard because I never went back into the woods. We'd like open it up and there'd be like a trail. You can see a trail. It was never, we never went back there. You just open the gate. We would dump all of our grass from cutting the lawn back there. And yeah, I never went back and I always wanted to go back and explore. I love the woods. I have, I have a story about that next time. But uh, yeah, I have dreams sometimes of finally going back there. And it's like, out of a Final Fantasy game. Just like a, a cliff that's like level with the clouds. And the sky is like pink and orange. And everything is just amazing. And the grass is like long and waving and golden. And it's just beautiful. And I'm wearing like some anime clothes. And I've got a, a, a way too big sword on me. And some like white Japanese girls running around. Yeah, dude. That's what's back there in my head. Friggin'. I'm the star of a Final Fantasy game back there, baby. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But yeah, there's just there's a lot of unknown, a lot of fear, dude. I n- I never met the neighbors to the right. You know, so if you're like looking at our house to the left, and then the neighbors to the to the right was just Bob and I don't remember his name, his name of his wife. But the like, all the old people across the street, you know, you just don't know any of them. You know, Don's creepy, you feel like all the other old people around there are creepy. You just don't you just don't know. I just don't know. There's always hornets in the in the shed and big bees. You're just like you know, just yeah. It was dark. All oh, like it was so dark, no streetlights. I remember there's a um me and my brother were just playing in our room one day, and uh, across the street, you know, the trailer park. There's it was everything was like barely maintained. It was like a barely paved road. And there's, you know, trees on the trailer park side that were really big. And so me and my brother are just playing, you know, around lunchtime, maybe 1 p.m. during the summer. And all of a sudden, there is a bang and a slam that shakes the whole house. I mean, like, (laughs) the whole house. I thought it was an earthquake. I run to the window and I look and there is a car upside down in the road. So some old guy had fallen asleep while he was driving and goes you know across traffic and hits a tree and the tree was kind of like like it was a really big tree so the base of it kind of had a scoop to it. It, it it was so big and he hit the tree and he goes up the tree and comes back down on the roof and just slams and so we're watching and and, and we're just like in shock dude because there's there's just a flipped over oldsmobile outside and um you know People are running out. Old people are coming out. You know, calling the police. The police get there. The ambulance get there. They're pulling the guy out. My mom's out there. It's just it's all crazy. You know, and it's just that kind of stuff happened out there. It was just like you had an old guy peeking over your fence, or you had some demon in your mom's room, or some demon uh possessed dang friggin' big bird, or some buddy dying af- across the street. You old people. He's just, just, everything was creepy all the time, dude everything's creepy all the time there yeah it wasn't until i was a bit older like we were ready to move out of that place that i finally could like sleep in the den downstairs you know and not be totally freaked out about everything but dude that place is freaky that place is freaking freaky i have nightmares i have nightmares sometimes about going downstairs into the garage yeah yeah i mean the the place is just fear dude a lot of awesome times. Some of my fondest memories, winters there were just the most magical thing ever. But uh yeah, there's an underlying level of fear. Underlying level of fear there at that house. though that's dude, that is exactly how I would narrate that time of my life. The whole thing would just be there was an underlying level of fear. Those times were riddled with an underlying level of fear. Anyway. Scary stuff, dude. Friggin' scary, dude. Almost dying, scary. Almost dying, drowning. The worst. Scary. Then two times, double scary, dude. Demon in my mom's bedroom, scary, dude. I got a, I got one about, I got one about the woods, dude. I got one about the woods right after the Blair Witch came out, dude. I got one about the woods right after the Blair Witch came out, dude. Dying, bro. Absolutely terrifying time. Goodness gracious, I'll tell you about it next time. Thanks for watching.